2: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
1: Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister, the mini-sode, on this glorious first day of 2021. I'm Rosemary McCabe. And I'm Beatrice McCabe. And today we're going to
3: talk about New Year's resolutions, because I'm a giant cliché. Okay, good. My first New Year's resolution is to do more of the intros, because you already, you do all of the intros, and I'd like to do some. So I'd like to be able to say things like, welcome to our episode about what we're going to do differently, etc., why do you always sound you always sound like you're like a British cookery show host. Why not? Anyway, you always tell me to do the intros. You're like you do the intro. I didn't say a thing there. You just jumped right in. Well, that's true. But that's but fine that's because I assumed because you always make me do the intros. No, I don't. Do you... That's fine. Ugh.
1: make news resolutions or like have you ever
3: yeah absolutely like i'm going to spend i'm going to actually go to my equinox gym membership i'm going to actually use it i'm going to actually use my peloton i'm going to oh i'm going to be a better person i'm going to not be judgmental i'm not going oh, to gossip think about people i you're a very people. good person
1: thanks well, for me. yeah you do gossip
3: Oh, (laughs) I'm not, but it's more like I'm going to, I also think that sometimes like I say things about people or like I make jokes that I think are funny jokes and it's nothing that I wouldn't say or have not said in front of that person. And in fact, most cases it's things that I've said actually to correct things that I've already said in front of a person that I know that we mutually know, but you don't necessarily know. That that's the relationship I have with that person. So when I say it to you you go, "Oh my god, what a massive bitch. bitch." Yeah, yeah so I yeah. so I like have I I multiple like I over many years have made the commitment to not make those jokes in front of people who don't necessarily know the context etc. So like the they, relationship. they really yeah, they really misjudge mm. me. But like I I mean I might as well be literally making a resolution as the toilet like no hope. <laughs> No hope. I might Last as well about 20 minutes. A resolution into the toilet. <laughs> 20 minutes. But like, how am I even supposed to keep track of who I've made the joke to or not to? Do you know what I mean? To then say, to then be like, oh, this person doesn't know. It's like, but I mean, when I think about it really logically, I'm like, oh, the reason this person is now looking at me sideways is because they don't know that I've already told Rosemary she's a massive loser. Like joking, you know, yeah, jokingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's the kind of relationship like, we have. But I yeah, would say I mean, to them then afterwards, like, oh my God, well, she knows she's a massive loser. I'm thinking we're all in on the joke. They're like, what a bitch. Yeah, yeah, how mean. Have you ever made a new, like, can you think of
1: any news resolutions you've ever made that you've stuck with that have been really successful? Because I wonder, oh, yes. like,
3: yes, Rosemary, aren't there to, these things where it's like everybody gives up on January 14th? No, Rosemary, yes. To be an excellent mother, to be an excellent sister, to be an excellent daughter, to excel in the workplace. <sighs> No, I'm trying to have a serious conversation. I know you are. I'm like, no, I'm the worst person for this. No, I make like the most lofty New Year's resolutions. I am going to drink no more wine by about 1 p.m. on like January the 1st. I'm like, well, it's still a weekend. I'm not back at work yet. So I'll just start from January the 3rd. It's immediately kaput. What about you, Rosemary? You seem like more responsible than I am. Well, I do love
1: making... Well, you know, I love making lists. You so love like making news plans. Resolutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love making plans and then cancelling mm-hmm. them. But I love making lists. And news you resolutions do. fall under the, the, he, the heading of lists. So they I do know. love making a news resolution. There was one year I resolved to give up smoking. Oh. And I succeeded for approximately two and a half years. But I'm not sure if that counts now, seeing as I then started are, smoking again. Are you still smoking? No. But this was like... So I gave up for, I think, two and a half to three years. And then I started again. And I smoked for another year and then I gave up again last. No, the summer
3: before, like summer 2019, I gave up again. I mean, on occasion, I say things like I'm going to be, you know, less cool and more approachable. But like, I just can't do it.
1: (laughs) I used to always decide like in the new year that I was going to be like less of a hothead. Do you know what I mean? That I'm like, I'm going to really try to temper my reactions.
3: You're not remotely hotheaded. Highly sensitive is not hotheaded. headed. Well, that's kind of—it's oh, kind of what I mean. Such a pain. No, but I more mean like, like I was—I was, I was like, immediately thinking not to thinking, be so touchy or not to, yeah. you know, jump to. But, but you know what, like, Rosemary? Then the you just need to. Then you just need to go straight to Dad. You need to bring Dad to the hospital for testing. You need to be like, "Hey, what's he got that I've got?" Because like that's what I need removed. It's not your fault, Rosemary. It's Dad's fault. <laughs> Poor, our poor parents. Well, really. honest to God, though, honestly, as I made that last joke about being too cool, I was like, God, like everybody in school with me would be like this massive nerd. I was more like thinking, I, I think I probably made New Year's resolutions about like how I was going to be cooler and I was going to be like somebody that people could hang out with and somebody, you know, who was who was like, I, I hate to sound like mom, with it. <laughs> it's not even a phrase
1: people use. <laughs> I used Sorry. to always just like want to be more laid back. Do you know what I mean that I'm like I'm going to be cooler and less needy. But it like never ever happened.
3: No, but I'm thinking about it, but like what does needy even mean? Like were you needy or did you just want to be like No, I was so... I was
1: really needy and like I used to be really jealous If my friends got, became friends with other people or Sorry, like Sorry, what
3: I more if... mean is like what I more mean is does neediness like, is it actually reliant on other people or is it about you? Like, is it about you having the ability to not be, I don't mean you, I mean me or you, me, you, like one of my children is currently going through a very similar phase of like so-and-so doesn't want me to be friends with this person. They only want to be friends with like, they want to be friends with all my friends. They don't, every time I try and be part of the gang, you know, I was like, I was thinking about neediness. I was like, it's not about, it's more of an insecurity. It's not actually like, what could somebody outside of you do to make you feel better if you're a needy person? Nothing. Really. Oh, nothing, nothing. So that's what I'm saying. I was the one who had to, like yeah, I had to try and change from within myself. It was a that's personal what I mean, lacking. but like, like yeah, w- well, no, it wasn't. But but what is it that makes you feel better when you're when you're feeling needy or when you're feeling less than? Like what, because what? I mean, honestly, somebody could come in and be like, oh, I love you and I want to hang out with you the whole time. And You'd still be like, well, I'm just, I still feel like I wish this person would be my friend. It's not so much about the outward people, do you know? No, no, no. It was basically, I used to read like, there were certain books that I'd read where there would be characters in the book who like
1: had a lot of hobbies and had a lot of kind of um, like a very mm-hmm. rich interior life or something. And I imagined that if I got more confident and more, you know, assured in myself and my own abilities and my own, my own ability, I suppose, to entertain myself and to not need yeah. people to need me. Like if Beano, if Beano. that makes
3: sense. Beano. What? Like the Bino. Beano.
1: Actually, I mean, sometimes it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm in a really annoying therapy session. And then other times I feel like, you know, when you're in school and you're trying to make a point to the teacher and like the class clown just keeps <laughs> making jokes and you're like, yeah, whatever, shut up. And everyone's laughing. But you're just like, oh, I'm trying to say something important. That's what you are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're not sorry. Like, I'm you're genuinely, crying genuinely with sorry. Luster. I'm genuinely
3: sorry. I'm sorry because you were actually having a very serious conversation.
1: With myself, apparently.
3: I am sorry. So listen, earlier on you said to me one of the things you would like to maybe do this year is go back into therapy. To get away from me, I suspect. No, I mean, I didn't
1: say it was one of my 2021 goals, but I was just more like, I wonder, no, should I go back were, to therapy? So, yeah,
3: you were talking about like, should I do this? So I was like, is that it? Yeah. Because I, I actually think like, I'd like to go into therapy because now that, I, you know, we talk, I'm like, I do have lots of things to talk about. I always thought before that I have nothing to talk about in therapy, but I've always wanted to go, right? I've always wanted to go to like, I mean, I've had lots of, you know, I think psychological challenges in my life. I definitely had postnatal depression. And I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, through my teens and early 20s, I was extremely... I don't know I, I agonized over lots of things and I wanted to go to therapy mm-hmm. but I also was like I don't think I can justify this and now I'm like well I don't have any time to go because I've got all these brats yeah, whose yeah. lives revol- <laughs> like I revolve around etc and I don't get to do anything and if I get to do anything I'd like to go to Pilates and not therapy but yeah. I am kind of wondering like should I go this year because apart from anything else I'll, I'll just be another thing to do virtually and I'm sick of looking at the screen so but would I'm you do it because I actually well. think but I bet your therapist actually now does everything via Zoom. So she's probably ripe to hang out with you.
1: Yeah, I'd say she does. I mean, the thing is, I remember when I first moved and she said, you know, we could always do, do things on Skype. And I was like, oh. I just don't think I would like that because I... I I think basically, I used to be obsessed with trying to figure out what my therapist's life was like, and I was like, I feel like I'd be looking in the background of her Skype, going, "What's that book on her shelf?" and like, "Is that a cat?" I wouldn't have thought she was a cat person, and like, I heard the doorbell <laughs> ring and I wonder who that is. Like, I was
3: always trying to find out things That's about her, so and she was like, "Funny, oh my god, it was terrible," and like, she would never but tell me that, anything. But isn't that like, isn't there a whole thing, a whole field of study about transference? And I'm not suggesting you were transferring yourself onto your therapist, but isn't it incredibly normal to? to develop a fascination with your therapist. and oh, Are there yes, a lot yeah. of relationships that, you know, that begin, you know, not because with bad therapists is what I'm saying. Because yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. incredibly, yeah. you know, it's incredibly on, it's it's not allowed within their, you know, within the, within the within relationship. But at field. the same time, yeah. there is this, and it's called transference, isn't it? It's where it's like you're having this therapy session and you begin to be like, this person understands me and, and yeah. they want to be yeah. with me and they know everything about me, etc. Yeah, Do you feel and that you also way about me, really trust them. I'm rolling
1: my eyes, and you also like really trust them. And but you know what was really weird? Like, like I remember because I'd been going to my therapist. I had been going to her for about two years, I think. And I remember at one point being like, "Oh my god, I feel like she knows me so well," and I just was obsessed with the idea that I knew nothing about her. And it used to feel kind of rude that, like, when I'd sit down and she'd go, "How are you? How's your week been?" That I'd be be like, "Oh, but tell me about you." Do you know what I mean? Because like with your friends, yeah, you are yeah. used to going. I've been yeah. talking about myself for ages. Tell me about you. But like with her yet, I was basically like tell me all about and yet, you
3: and yet like don't people like to talk about themselves so it's kind of funny because I'm thinking if somebody yeah. said to me sit down and I'll happily talk about you for an hour I'd be like great and I'm paying but it's kind of weird once you start adding money into it it's weird too right like you're like aware mm. that you're paying for this person to listen to you right so yeah so you do um there's a really interesting what's that book that I read is here it here we go what's I that know, book I read that I can't I know, remember here, the name of here we go again <laughs> I think it's Dan Ariely and I, I think, but he talks basically about the exchange of money and how, like, if you go, there's a whole chapter on how money confuses relationships, basically. And if you go to your neighbor and you ask for help and they'll, they help you, but if you go to your neighbor and if you then drop $15 on their porch, they feel offended, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the next yeah. time they won't help you. But they would help you for free and they would help you twice for free. And if you go to, and it talks about how if you go to your mother-in-law's house for dinner and you turn up with a bottle of wine, she's like, thanks a lot. But if you turn up with the $32 that the bottle of wine calls, she's like, what the hell? Are you equating my dinner to $32? You know, and it's funny, like how uh, it's really interesting how, how it, Alters our perspective. And I mean, that's not the conversation around your therapist at all. But like asking somebody to sit and paying them to listen to your emotions and your thoughts and understanding, obviously, they are qualified individuals. This is not the same Mm -hmm. as asking me, paying, you're welcome to pay me $30 if you'd like to, however much you paid an hour. I'm happy to listen and give you my opinion. But like, 80 80 euros, thanks.
1: $30.
3: Oh, well, what planet are you living on? For
1: how long? For an hour? Yeah, for 40 minutes. In the new year, once my poor ankle has healed I am going to so my goals for the new year are well I went to the doctor recently for like just a random checkup and they told me that something I can't remember the precise words because I'm an idiot who never takes note of anything but something is slightly off with my blood sugar and she definitely used the words pre-diabetic but also said that's not to say that you're pre-diabetic but you could be pre-diabetic so you'd want to watch the sugar intake so I'm going to try watching my sugar intake and also doing a little bit more well, not a little bit more Peloton, because when my ankle was healed, I was doing like three a week, which is great. So I'm going to try and how keep some, doing three Pelotons a week.
3: How about some hip hop dancing? Because you were so good at that in Milan, and you've been really, really—I think—looking back on that uh, wistfully with myself. You're really and Julie. beat. You're really flogging a dead
1: horse with this hip hop dancing.
3: Just get over oh. it. Sorry, hip hop dance well, I
1: once meant, at a party, and you don't need to I keep bringing to, it up.
3: I meant once your ankle was better. Okay, go on.
1: My ankle will never be better enough for me to hip hop okay, dance you're going ever again. To... Sadly. To...
3: You're going to get better at deadlines. Oh, shut up. I'm going to finish my book. (laughs) Oh, yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Brilliant. I'm going to write a book more quickly than you do. That's a joke. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can you imagine? (laughs) That would be very motivating because I've suddenly been subsumed with rage. I can't imagine. I have zero time to even go to the bathroom. I don't. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. That's not one of my goals. My goal is to. Hang on. Hang uh, on. Hang on. Okay. You have
1: zero time to go to the bathroom. Yet how many seasons of that show did you watch in the last three weeks? Wasn't there you some think show wasn't... that you said you watched seven seasons of?
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Are they mutually exclusive? That was while I was in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. While I was in the bathroom, I watched a lot of television. So next year, I plan to continue to watch a lot of television in the bathroom. I plan to... Well, it's the only door that locks, to be fair. Probably... Maybe, hopefully, drink a tiny bit less alcohol so that I could sleep a little bit better. Overcome my insomnia would be a good one. However, I go about doing that. Um, I've tried lots of tips and tricks, but if anybody has any great ideas, please send them my way. Get the baby out of the bed into his own bed. Get the baby baby out of the bed might come before clearing the insomnia. That might help. I think they might actually be linked. Get the baby, (laughs) inverted commas, two year old two years and three and eight months old child into his own bed where when I go to bed at night he doesn't pat the pillow and say like and look like (laughs) this is now nighttime and then point at the light with which I am reading my book for like turn that (laughs) off so yes I actually think there's an element here and oh and the other night two nights ago actually I mean totally like literally it's not insomnia it's it's baby in the bed um two nights ago I literally woke up in the middle of the night because he whipped around was obviously having a nightmare wagged his finger with rage and then whacked me in the face <laughs> oh right, my god so, sorry
1: yeah do you, remember the, do you remember the night mom had the nightmare and punched dad in the face gave him a black eye oh but they're so My girl's desperate I she, know it's brilliant she was having she a dream, dream that she, was she was giving running, out to somebody right? on the bus or something what? <laughs>
3: Probably you stop talking so loud. No, she was. No, no, <laughs> she said she was having
1: a dream that she was giving out to these two girls who wouldn't give their seat up or something, and they were being really loud and obnoxious. And then one of them went to hit her, and she was like, "And I just got so angry, I went to hit them back." And then it was your fault. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she came down, punching the head. Okay, so so basically, let's let's re let's let's go back through my goals. Get the baby out of the bed. Yes. Get to sleep. Um, yes. Do I mean? Do I actually care about no? Drink alcohol. Enjoy my life. Hang out with Rosemary again.
0: Hang, Hang out with, out with again, people, Rosemary.
3: IRL. See mom and dad. Oh my Those God, are my resolutions.
1: Actually, you know what one of my resolutions for after this is? Because I know I've talked a bit about how like I hate doing things and I hate fun and like I never want to go out. But once I've once I've been vaccinated and this is all over, please, God, I'm going to try not to say no to things.
3: Rosemary, I honest to God, both mom and if I, I, I talked about this the other day. We were like, why does Rosemary have it in her head that she doesn't go to anything? Rosemary goes to the opening of an envelope. I think she thinks it makes her seem more, like, chic
1: to she have this. Thick. There was definitely two <laughs> years of my life where I went to the opening of an envelope and was mad, yes, Rosemary, was mad for an free glass of and Prosecco. And Rosemary, there was Prosecco. maybe
3: two months where you didn't. Okay, you're good. All right, you're good. And on that note, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this or if you agree with me that Rosemary is maybe over-exaggerating her desire to stay at home out of the wind in the willows, Please like, subscribe, recommend us to a friend. We always enjoy that. Rate us on wherever you get your podcasts, etc. No, only rate us on Apple Podcasts. That's where it matters. Oh. Isn't oh. Wind in the Willows
1: the one Please. with all the tiny little animals?
3: Apparently there is a an amazing Wind in the Willows ballet, British ballet, like video available that I'm going to find because I, I there was a snippet on it the, on YouTube the other day that my child was obsessed with that I'm going to find and share in your show notes Rosemary
1: I'll make sure to put that in the show notes For the one listener who really wants to watch it Oh
3: my god apparently it's amazing I'm sure Thank you so much for
1: listening uh, You'll catch us on Tuesday for a b- brand new full episode Not Without My Sister And Happy oh. New Year
3: May 2021 bring a lot more joy to all of us Happy New Year And as Rosemary just said May it be a b- 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 brand new year
1: <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen.
0: Not Without My Sister is a proud member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts, as is my podcast, the Dublin Story Slam podcast. You can find them all over at thewarren.ie.
2: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.